God is good, amen? Amen. All right, my name is Joe. I'm the Next Gen Pastor. Justin is gone this weekend. Most of you, if you've been around any amount of time, you know it is opening season for bow hunting or whatever it is. Uh, as you can tell, he's in his happy place. Um, and so I'm up here. The interesting fact, and I, I kind of just found this out this morning, your guys' anniversary is today. Me and Leah's anniversary is the 5th, and then opening season is usually around right now. And so, like, to celebrate our anniversary, either I'm going to upset my boss or I'm going to upset my wife. Uh, And so you can just know what I chose this weekend. Um, So I'll deal with the consequences of that that later. We are in this series called What You Really Want. And it sounds almost like some self-help book, Um, and I guarantee you it's not. This type of series is something that we're going to challenge you to think, and it's definitely a a forward-thinking series, something to cause you to think about your future a little bit, ask yourself some hard questions, Um, and... You know, I, I when we think of what I, I really want, uh, and specifically this series, I tend to think of like the books that I, I'll read. Like uh, a lot of times, I don't read a lot of fiction books. Uh, that's like my wife; she loves those fiction books. She'll read Harry Potter. She'll read any of the weird ones. Um, and I love reading like the nonfiction. I love uh, biographies. I love uh, business books, theology, ministry, philosophy, personality books, even things that have a catchy title sometimes. If you get me hooked within the first couple chapters, I'll, I'll finish that book. Uh, and so whenever we go, we, me and Leah, we actually just got back from vacation a week, about a week ago, and we'll do every other. A lot of people do this, where they'll have one vacation where it's like a chill vacation, where you lay on the beach, and then one vacation where it's go, go, go uh, type of thing. Uh, this past vacation was a go, 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 but uh, about two years ago, we did a beach vacation where when we go to the beach, all we do is read. Like, that's a lot of it. We'll sit on the beach. We'll read, maybe listen to music, whatever it is. Uh, But that vacation, I decided to read uh, Walt Disney's biography. And I remember reading about Walt Disney, and it was just this phenomenal, like, his life story. And it was like, the the problem with me reading these types of books, uh, Leah can confirm, like, it gets me spinning. Like, my mind goes, oh, my goodness. Like, how, how can I implement this into my life? And I, I just get going. But the one thing that I really appreciate about him, he was a dreamer. He was a goal setter. He, he didn't let things hold him back. And so when I came back, you know, from vacation, I was like, okay, like, I, I just took all this information. What am I going to do with it? Like, and so I sat down. And I was like, okay, here, I'm going to think through the church and, and the ministry goals. And I started thinking through, like, okay, what? do I want here at the church? What, what are the goals? What, what, what am I dreaming for when it comes to Fieldstone, when it comes to specifically our student ministries? And I like sat down, I remember I, I started journaling and I was like, okay, I want like this epic student ministry here at, at Fieldstone. That's what I want. Like I want kids to be brand new, coming to know Jesus. Like, I I want this. I want to be successful. Uh, I want parents on board. I want salvations, recommitments, new guests every week. Like, these are the things I was really writing down. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. Now, those things, they were 
had a lot of good stuff in it. But at the same time, there was definitely some pride in that. There were some things that I, I naturally wanted. I naturally wanted because I didn't want to have tough conversations with Justin. I, that, those, those things, you know, definitely good, but there was definitely pride. But then when we came to this series and we asked the question, what you really want, and as I went through the goals and as I sat and, and think, okay, what do I really want? Here's, here's kind of what I came up with. What I really want is for my life to fall more and more in love with Jesus. What I really want was for my life to look more and more like Jesus. What I really want is to have integrity unmatched, to serve and love others, to be a better husband, to be a better friend, a son, a mentor, to be the man God wanted me to be. See, those are a little bit two different things. There is this tension of trying to be an awesome youth ministry without forgetting who God wants me to become. But Joe, isn't, isn't that how it should be? Like, don't they go hand in hand? But the things that I often naturally want, the things like having the giant youth ministry, the things I naturally want often take the place of the things I really want. Or let, me, let me phrase it like this. What we naturally want is often in conflict with what we really want. What we naturally want is often in conflict with what we really want. You see, the flesh side of me within my career that should all be about Jesus Sin creeps in, pride reaches in, and tugs in on my desires. It has the potential to steer me to a place and a direction that is ultimately in conflict with what I really want or the ultimate want. I, I think we experience this more often in life than we would like to acknowledge. Listen, what I really want, and I think God's desire for my life is to have a great, healthy marriage. Like, that, that's what I, I really want, but what I naturally want is for Leah to know that I'm always right, right? I want her. But often when I bring up and I, I try to tell her I'm right, it causes conflicts, which causes a lot of stupid fights. My pursuit of proving I'm right is going to come in direct conflict with living at peace with my wife, and I'm sure she's sitting out there going, can you just take notes on yourself right now? Like, she's, <laughs> she's thinking that, right? Think about this. What I naturally want, the desires, the pride when it creeps in, is I, I want to make good money, or maybe even a lot of money. I have big dreams for a house, or cars, or jet skis, or a new hunting bow, if you like that. Listen, but what I really want, what is underneath that, is I want a business or a job that fulfills me. I want to do something that gives me purpose. I want to do something where people's lives are changed. And that natural want and what I really want come into conflict. Listen, I naturally want and pridefully, I want kids, if I ever decide, we ever decide to have kids, Right? I want them to be quiet. I want them to sit down and behave. I want them to respect authority. Right? 
Like, that's, that's our desire for all of our kids, especially the little ones, right? That's what we want. But what I really want, what I really want is for them to know who they are in Jesus. I want them to know they are loved and cared for. Sometimes that can come into direct conflict. I naturally want to look like a supermodel or have muscles like that guy or be a certain weight or dress a certain way. But what I really want is to be loved for who I am and to see myself as valuable. I naturally want, pridefully want, people to like me or to give me attention, to like all my social media posts, to see me on vacation or to see me happy or to see me successful. Like That's what I, I, I naturally want. But what I really want is to be known. This is the tension we live in. The constant conflict for what we naturally want or pridefully want and what we really want. Listen, the things that we really want are the things that God has placed within you. It's the things you were created for. It's the, it's the stuff that will bring you the most joy and peace, and it's usually what's driving you in your natural wants. But somewhere in the process, we lose sight of it. We lose sight of the things that we really want. And here's where I think most of us fall in. We don't ask ourselves the tough, car, tough question of what do I really want? What do I really want? What does God really want for me, with me? And when we don't ask that question, we find ourselves pursuing what we naturally want, the prideful stuff. It's like a little kid trying to catch the wind in a jar and chasing the wind and capping it, and then when you open it, it's not there. And I feel like oftentimes that's what we're doing. This is the hard part to understand. When it comes to the natural wants, when it comes to the prideful wants, a lot of that is rooted in a place of instant gratification comes from a, a place of what we see in the world, what we experience around us, comes from a place of when we scroll through Instagram reels and drown ourselves in social media and looking at what, what life should be. It comes from a place of pride and sin. So why does this tension exist? I would like to propose because of sin. Because of sin. Sin has been messing with us since day one. I love to describe sin nature because this is a real thing that we deal with. Uh, sin nature is like the five senses. It is a part of us. It is, who is, it is a part of us just as the five senses are a part of us. We exist in it. We deal with it. It is something that is there. It creeps in. It taints the way that we see everything. Paul talks about this in the book of Romans in 7. I'm going to read a passage. I'm going to try and read it somewhat slow because it's confusing. It's uh, starting in verse 14. It says this, We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, 
I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but the sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sin nature. For I have the desires to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is the sin living in me that does it. Confusing. It's confusing because the writer is confused a little bit. He's doing his best to explain it. Paul is confused. Paul is trying to comprehend why he does the things he naturally wants, like the natural wants with with the pride that creeps in, instead of the things he really wants to do. And Paul addresses why this is happening in verse 11, and he says it's because sin deceives him. Sin deceives him. Sin told him what he thought he wanted. Sin tainted how he thought he should act. Sin told him how he should function or think, and he ended up not doing anything he really wanted to do when he was within his sin nature, when he was operating in the flesh. Galatians 5.17 says this, For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. What we naturally want is often in conflict with what we really want. You see, our flesh causes us to see the world, to see everything differently than the spirit. And the things we naturally want is in conflict with what we really want. We fight this battle constantly. He has a battle that is very rarely noticed understood, pointed out, or even fought against. James says it in this way in James 1, 14 through 16. He says, But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desires and enticed. Then, after desires have conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Our natural wants literally will drag us away. They will entice us. They will deceive us. They sound good in in the moment, but what we really want ends up getting killed, ends up getting fought and blocked, and, and ultimately destroyed, forgotten about. Listen, we're not even talking about you know, monster public sins or sin. We're talking about the sin nature that lives in us, the pride that creeps into our life, the reason our desires and our natural wants are, are, are there, the, the natural wants where it seems like the whole world would almost agree that it was a good thing. These are the things that drag us away from experience the, experiencing the real wants, the ones that are unspoken. And a lot of times, our real wants are so closely aligned with our our natural wants. But so often, our our natural wants, our prideful wants, become the main focus. 
become the main desire and it leads us off into a trail that we never thought we would go to. Everyone in this room has wants. We have desires, we have dreams, we have goals, big, small, selfish, good, and bad. The question I just want to challenge you with after kind of laying this out a little bit is, what do you really want? What do you really want? Because if you want to learn how to get what you really want, we need to realize our sinful nature within our wants. We, we need to realize and process that our wants might actually be dragging us away from the wants that will fulfill us, the ones that will bring us peace, the ones that will bring us life and life to the fullest, the ones that will allow us to walk closely with Jesus chasing after him. Honestly, this topic is somewhat confusing, and, and you're going to hear throughout the series as we go through it, like there's, there's not a really flow of the series. Me and Justin are just going to repeat the same things over and over and over And the point is to help us challenge and look at this topic of what we really want from different perspectives. As I think about it, I I think about what I really want from a family perspective. I think about what I really want from who I am in Christ. I think about the way I handle money. I think about my job. I think about the fun things I want in my life. I think about all these areas in my life, and I think if they go unchecked, we'll all have natural wants. We're all, all my wants will be filled with prideful things, and my real wants will never be attained. Today, uh, we're going to do just a quick thing. I, I do have postcards, three-by-fives with pens back there. You can use your phone for this. Um, we just thought it'd be good, you know, it could send you home and kind of do this exercise, but we thought we'd just do it right now. Um, just a chance for you to ask yourself some questions. Maybe jot down some ideas that you can follow up with later about this idea of what do you really want? And so you can grab that up at any time if you want, but here's a couple questions. I'm going to walk through three. And the first question I, I kind of want you to dwell on this is, what do I really want? What do I really want? As we talk through, there's definitely a lot of areas like family, your faith, your finances, the fun areas in your life. You can think of all those big goals that you have, right? All those, all those cool things. But underneath that, What do you really want? What do you really want? I'm going to throw up the second one. What's dragging me away? What's dragging you away from the things that you really want? For me, I know personally, stress and anxiety. It is maybe my outward appearance, how people perceive me. 
It is the unknown. What's dragging me away? And the last question, so the challenge one, but how long do I plan to let what I naturally want drag me away from what I really want? I love that song that they, they sang up here in the special because, man, we chase after so much garbage in our lives, right? Like I said, it's like that little kid chasing with a jar, trying to catch the wind, thinking that they're going to open the jar and the wind's still going to be in there. It's going to be moving around, but realistically, it's not there anymore. I think that's what a lot of us do, and then we come to the point, ultimately, what we really want, and the only person that can fulfill that is, is Jesus, is to be known, is to be loved, to have purpose, to know that someone is looking out and that someone cares for me. My challenge, and like I said, we, we have these three questions. Um, don't, don't, you know, go home and say, that was a good talk. I, think about it. Sit down with your spouse. Sit down with your parents. Uh, sit down with someone who you trust. And kind of walk through these areas and, and dissect them a little bit. Like I said, I always, I always kind of look at faith and family and finances I look at even just the fun areas of my life and, and what I'm pursuing and what I want. And so, as we kind of go through this series, just kind of maybe even keep that note card in your Bible, keep it somewhere, and just remind yourself and ask yourself these hard questions. Ask yourself the hard question of what do I really want? Let me pray. God, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the opportunity just to come here and and worship you on this beautiful Sunday morning. Lord, um, you're the only person that can fulfill us. You're the only person that can give us the desires of our heart, give us the fulfillment that we all want. And so, Lord, I pray that if there's anyone in this room that has not experienced you and experienced your saving grace of the cross, Lord, I pray that you would just rest on their heart, that you would convict them to discover you more, Lord, or, or, or to just talk to someone uh, about who you are. And so, Lord, I pray that you would just challenge us. Let us walk out of here, not the same, but changed and changed for you, because of you. In Jesus' name, amen.